Good morning. This is a special Winners Live from Ascot on this Saturday, April 15. Good morning to you listening on your local SEN track dial right across the country. And a big hello to you wherever you may be listening on the SEN app. Well, I didn't think I would ever say this, but welcome to Quokka Day, WA's newest and richest race, named after WA's favourite animal, worth $4 million that has caused already drama and controversy that would make Donald Trump and even Jack Dickens proud. The Barry draw fiasco has actually put this new race well and truly on the map. And now the stage is set here at Ascot, the home of WA Racing, for one of her biggest dancers. The star attraction, well, she is box office. This one, the filly from the West. Behind those, Amelia's Jewel picking her way through. Cascadians coming down the outside. Amelia's Jewel out after Ryan Clad. Amelia's Jewel hits the front, and Walshie's West Aussie Wonder Philly has won the Northerly. Amelia's Jewel. And will this be the day Amelia's Jewel, the hometown hero, storms down the outside to win the Quokka and officially announce that she's the best in the land? And if she does that, the roar here at Ascot will be that loud it will give a nation goosebumps. And while Amelia's Jewels team and fans believe that she's the special one, there's an army of Queenslanders that wouldn't swap their new star with any horse in this country. Uncommon James and Asfur up to Zoo style. It's kicking Uncommon James in the middle. Uncommon James grabs Asfura. Uncommon James holding on and won the Oakley plate. Lofty strike up a second from Asfura. And why wouldn't you believe in Uncommon James? He's untapped and today he'll get his chance to look the filly right in the eye as she heads into gate 14 right alongside him. And I reckon he'll say, hey girl, I'm going forward and I'm going to keep on running like you've never ever seen anyone before. And uh, the rain dancers work for the Ballinipatina team and she might now start close to favourite because we all know what she can do on a rain affected track. Ballinipatina has driven through underneath of those around the turn at the 150. Ballinipatina takes the lead, kicks clear, two lengths, Rothmeyer and best of Bordeaux streaking away. Ballinipatina and boy, doesn't she deserve this? And I'll be honest, I'll be cheering for one of my favourites, Kematari. It's been an enjoyable ride teaming up with Godolphin for the SEN slot in the Quokka. And the best part about today will be some of our loyal listeners will get the experience to share the emotions of part owning Special K for the day. Now, how good is that? Going to war with James Cummings, Vin Cox, Nassim Dilmi, who travels everywhere Kementari goes, and the greatest of all time, Damien Oliver. And along, of course, with Kementari, who keeps on showing up no matter what life throws at him. And he might be a rising nine-year-old, but I'm telling you, he won't let us down today. Win, lose or draw, this resilient old warrior will make us all proud. Kemantari's hugging the fence and pinching ground. Big Parade in front. Count to Rupee has come up to throw in a challenge. It's Big Parade and Neck in front to Count to Rupee. And Kemantari is scraping paint. If he gets through, he might go close. Count to Rupee hits the lead. Count to Rupee from Kemantari. Kemantari's flying. Got up. Oh, big win, Special K. Kemantari. Yeah, get up today, Special K. And then you throw in the all-age stakes and the champagne stakes at Ramwick. Vobus Day at Sandown some black type racing in Brisbane and Adelaide and it's another beautiful day to be alive. Welcome to Winners on this Saturday and joining me live at Ascot is my great mate, 
the man from South Australia, Miles Fitzner. Good morning to you. Hello, G-Man. Good to be here. Nice and early for us. Uh, yep. We got here to see the sunrise over what is a picturesque Ascot race course. We walked through and had a chat to the trainers. And You loved it, didn't you? You, you oh. met some of your heroes because you dominate on the tip here in the west at Neville Parnham, Stephen Parnham we ran into. Um, the girls in the cafe. LK Fernie. Jeez, he's lost a little bit of weight, hasn't he? Hasn't he ever? Um, so, no, it's a great day. Looks like we'll be on a soft five. We'll get a track update a little later on when they do the official track rating here in the West. But um, big day of racing. Unfortunately, it's a heavy eight in Sydney. Yeah, heavy eight in Sydney, and we'll t touch on that a little bit later. Just um, phone's gone crazy this morning. Everyone in the East wanting to know how the track is here in the West. And look, for those that took the futures price on Bella. We were praying oh, for rain okay. in the lead-up, and, and we got 10.5 mil in the last 24 hours here, Gareth. So uh, the track currently a soft five. We spoke, Stevie Parnham said it before, he said he expects it to be a five. Yep. Um, we haven't had a walk on it yet. Uh, there's some horses out there doing some track work, and we wanted to stay out of the way and also yes. try to keep warm. But, uh, look, I'm thinking five, but really need to know here. If it finds up with a, with a decent breeze, maybe an upgrade, but that'll be the big question. But the, the, the point to make is that the three-metre rail position here at Ascot is, is as fair as you ever get here at Ascot. So the, the pattern-wise, uh, at the three-metre position here is exactly what you want for every horse. Doesn't matter if you're wide or inside, you get an opportunity here at Ascot. And this is winners for Picklebet and Kilmore TA. And let's get stuck into it on this Saturday morning with, of course, the opening bell. The opening bell here. Kilmore Toyota, ready when you are. KilmoreToyota.com.au and Picklebet is involved. Fixed odds with top four betting. All new at Picklebet, the next-gen betting app. Let's welcome in the team. I'll tell you what, we are so lucky to have these two superstars on a Saturday morning to analyse the market and teach us a little bit what they think might happen throughout the day. Jules Valens from foxcatcherintel.com. Hello to you, Jules. G'day, guys. G'day, Miles. Um, yeah, no, it's good to be here. There's a bit happening around the country, so we're going to have to uh, keep our eyes darting everywhere, but it's, yep. it's going to be some good fun because um, I think the rain's coming here in Melbourne as well at some stage, so that might have some impact later. Now, Jules, are you with your heart today? Are you jumping on our bandwagon? Are you coming, are you coming on the ride with me <laughs> on, the, on this special K ride, Jules? Surely you can um, uh, let your heart take over just for five minutes on this Saturday afternoon. You asked a few, you suggested I don't even have a heart, so um, oh, I won't be doing I that, Gaz. Not, Jules. I, <laughs> I won't be doing that, Gaz. I, I, I hope it runs really well for you, but. Um, my hard-earned won't be on Kementari, but I love the story around it. And Jack Dickens from the Marbag Bloodstock. Hello to you, Dicko. Morning, boys. You're up and about. Tommy Papley, your man. He was a little upset that Tommy Papley didn't join him on a Thursday, but um, you would have been proud of Tommy. And he's listening this morning. Six snags there last night at the Adelaide Oval against the Tigers. Oh, 25 touches. Um, he fed him early too. I said, Tom, just, just get the boys going early tonight about being a leader. And um, yeah. he was enormous, wasn't he? Jeez, having a few boys jumped on the now my man, Tommy Papley. Well, half of SE and track have said my man. You now, Dicko, my man, Tommy Papley. Do you have a few on the bandwagon? Anyway, my man's Jules Valens. Jules, I want to know what's happening at Ascot today <laughs> in this quokka because I find it a fascinating betting race, and especially what they're doing around Bella Nipotina 
and dare I say it, if we stay at a, a soft five, um, do you think that she's a chance of maybe fighting for favouritism against this wonder filly from the West, Amelia's Jewel? I don't think so, from what I can see at the moment. What I can say is I think Amelia's Jewel, you know, if you're getting 310, 320 at the moment, I think you're going to get better than that at some stage throughout the day. I think um, the point Miles makes is, is really salient, is the fact that if this track can go the either way, that if we end up sort of the times indicate we're on a soft six, then no doubt that gap between Amelia's Jewel and Bella Nipotina will uh, get a little bit closer. I think if we get closer to a good four and it dries out and the times indicate that we're, they're running okay times, then I think Amelia's Jewel probably tightens back up. So, look, you know, we still don't think we've had official scratchings here at Ascot. So there's not a lot happening other than the fact that Asfura, if you can get $11, $12 at the moment, I think I'd be taking it because she looks like she's going to start in single figures. She's the one that's really been tightening up, I think. I don't know about that, Jules, only because... <laughs> no, I... Here you go, mate. You've got the bias of this man. Special case, $13. The bias of this man is unbelievable, boys. Unbelievable. I want to tell some... Like, Jules, this will have to affect the market. Mitchell Aiken's taking the ride. He hasn't ridden for a couple of weeks. He's been in Bali getting tattoos, and now he turns up here... On a big day at Ascot in a four million dollar race, surely yeah, turn up she at Ascot G. That's the really relevant point here. Yeah, this is where she, he should be riding every week. He's fine here. So, so Jules, would she be? And I hope he, I hope he dominates today, Aiken. But would she be a lot shorter if they had a different rider on her? I think no doubt it goes into the algorithms of the big guys that you know that's all part of it, jockeys. But we also got to take into account that Mitch Shaken's got a good record on this filly, so. Mayor. So there's no, you know, I, I 100% agree with what you're saying. But what I can see right now and the way this market's trending is they don't want this horse to be double figures. So I think it's going to start single figures. Your point's extremely uh, good. I get that. But in this case, I think they're, you know, suggesting, well, she's pretty bomber. If you just roll forward, sit outside lead or something like that, just got to hang on, don't you? Well, it'll be interesting to see what he actually does from that draw as well. So... Um, it'll be a fascinating race from a map point of view. Just having a look at the other race, like uh, the horses here, like an uncommon James Dicko, what do you think he'll do today? Uh, I actually think Miles and um, Jules have nailed it. So it, we're going to have seen eight, seven races and we're all tipping it's going to be a pretty fair track. If that is the case, they'll start to, to have a lot more confidence finding uncommon James as Fora from 12 and 13 and then the favourite Amelia's Jewel. They'll be the three that sort of shorten up if the track race is fair and if it's on pace and it's still a bit wet, it'll be Bella Nipotina. That's how it's going to go. And, um, yeah, I, I have no problem with Mitch Aiken. Like, there's... The way I read this race, there's Ben Mellon and Damien Oliver and then... Well, take your pick. Boys, I want to ask you this question. I know we keep talking about Bella Nipotina in regards to... The soft is going to be maybe more suited or the sting out, but... Are we forgetting the fact that this is a horse on a good three in a lightning that ran in behind Coolangatta and I wish I win? Does it really matter that much if it goes from a five to a four for Bella? Good three at Flemington's no. a, a pretty unique operation. Um, that's the best track in Australia by a mile, and she was she was fresh. Um, you, you couldn't knock her miles, but I don't think it's her A1 setup. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I think that's probably right. I just think her best numbers have been at Mooney Valley when that cuts out of the ground. Now, we know Mooney Valley's its own unique beast with that Strathair sort of setup. 
but she seems to have all her big numbers and, and ratings have come out of that and just when the juice is out of the when the juice is in the track so I think if you're expecting from a market perspective if they're going to snow into her it's going to have to be off the soft five soft six I don't think she's going to be crushed um, if it is you know if they're running good four times just a couple of questions uh, on this quokka before we move on I'll go to you Jules and then Dicko you can pick up if you've got an opinion Overpass, I'd be fascinated to get your thoughts on horses that have been gelded. And this horse is first up, Bjorn Baker prepares. And Kementari, in all seriousness, um, I thought he was too big of a price. I think he's probably getting into his right price now. Um, your thoughts there, Jules. And the other one, I'll give you three questions. Um, mm. The the Betfair situation with this race, usually in Perth, there's no money in the Betfair pools basically up to um, 20, 30 minutes before race time. There's healthy pools already with the quokka. Does that make a difference in the way that the early betting goes on? Yeah, for, for sure, no doubt. I mean, there's still going to be, uh, you know, there's a little bit more liquidity there, so that's a positive sign that it's uh, a bit of a stronger market. Um, but the, the major players are still going to, you know, bet into the corpse after scratching. So you'll see at your time at around 9am, I think this market will shift a little bit. You'll get a really good guide of, where you think Amelia's jewel is going to end up, what's going to tighten up into single figures. And, and to your original questions, Overpass, he's the one that's actually been really tight in the market. So I don't think, if you can get $15, it looks like from what I can see, that might just about be your best price. Um, it's being backed as if it's going to improve through the break. So that's a positive sign. I think you're right. I think the floor has been reached with Kamantari price-wise. I think... You know, you don't have to rush and back that horse now. I think you'll probably get better at some stage throughout betting. So, um, no, there's a little bit to play out here and we'll sort of see a little bit more action from a market perspective when scratchings are done and probably the official track rating comes out. You'll see the big dogs have a bit of a play through the corpse and horses will tighten up and they'll get a little bit soft and then it'll be game on. Dicko? Yeah, I, I thought if you liked Overpass, which you're entitled to, like second, around second, first up, last prep behind Nature Strip, it returns gelded here. So that's a that's a tick, tick, tick. It goes, ah, oh, King the J Par, tick. Um, if you like it, have something on now because I think it could be the one they back. Just, I, I think this horse, Amelia's Jewel, something special. Well, I hope so. Something special. And as much as I'm, a, you know, I'm cheering for Bellany Patina from a futures perspective, but. Um, I'm trying not to overthink this too much in regards to horses like like Overpass, Kementari, um, Shades of Rose. They're, some of those are going to go handlebars down and have a crack here. This just sets up for, for horses to run on. I'm, I'm, it looks over for me in regards to those two. And just the, the Karakata plate, there's a horse that they... Well, Simon Miller says that Live to Tell has been showing signs of what Amelia's Jewel was doing in the early part of her career, Dicko. She's an odds-on favourite. Will we get $2? If Simon Mills right, you won't. I reckon you will. Um, yeah. I think they, they, they cuddle it for narrative over there. Then the big boys start to step in. Like, there's no liquidity this race yet. Um, the truth will be told in, you know, two, two, two two and a half hours. Jules, will think, you give I us think $2? I think at some stage you'll get $2 across the board, guys. Um, you want to see, I know it's early doors, there's not a lot of action, but you want to see, is there a middle pinner that's got a bit of support? So, you know, possibly the, horse can, the horses at the top of the market might get soft. Was like Wiley Girl, like it's really so- solid in the market. So all of a sudden, there's just that little bit of a crack, possibly um, in a market perspective that you're not going to get a dollar seventy, a dollar seventy-five, 
about the favourite. It's just not going to happen. So I think at some stage, I think the horse will hit black figures. And if you think that's a great price, then I'm sure people will be jumping out of trees to back it. If either of you boys put up two bucks, I will absolutely destroy it. The, ra- <laughs> the, race, is, the race is over. I don't declare them very often, lads. <laughs> But there, this horse does not lose today. Oh, it, down, it, down belts, the it, it yeah. belts the life anyway, out of them. Anyway, um...